Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, it's all about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? That's right. We're going to go over your questions, your roach recommendations, your lists. Let's let's not mince words, Matt. We got not one, but two lists today. We love a list. list. We love a list. And, oh, I'm sorry. I, I love that. That was a good echo. That, that was, was a good. good. One, right? Right, that right. was good. I like that. So we have two lists that were sent to us. The first list... Uh, I don't know who sent this to us, so whoever did, they know I love Edsel Dope, and they sent us over a list from the PRP, Matt. Mm. It is Edsel Dope sat down, and I, I, actually, I, should, I shouldn't even try to restructure this. I'm going to just read, the, read it straight on. Dope's Edsel Dope shares his choices for the 10 greatest new metal songs. Wow. Wow. Um, so first I want to say, this is uh, posted by Wookabus oh, on you, the PRP. Um, I don't think there's any confusion on who Edsel Dope is from. Dope I, Edsel Dope <laughs> seems a little redundant to me. Super redundant. Yeah. It's Edsel Dope. The, he can only be from one place. So um, he was asked by Revolver for the 10 greatest new metal songs. And this is what he hit him back with. You ready, Matt? Yep. Ten. Fear Factory Edge Crusher. Nine. Seven Dust Black. Eight. Static X. I'm with Stupid. Mm. Seven. Mudvayne Dig. Right. Six. Rob Zombie Dragula. Interesting. Five. Cold Chamber Loco. Okay. Four. Slipknot Wait and Bleed. Love it. Three. Corn Blind. Wow. Okay. Two. Lincoln Park in the end. Oh, well, all right. Number one, Limp Biscuit, break stuff. Wow. So if you go to revolvermag.com, he has explanations for every single song. But this is what he had to say about break stuff. Another genre defying masterpiece. Nobody did Limp Biscuit better than Limp Biscuit, <laughs> and so many failed trying. They took what Korn was doing and made it even more accessible to the masses by placing Fred's unapologetic white trash rap rock delivery at the forefront. People loved them, people hated them, and others loved to hate them, but in the end, nobody could ignore them. In my opinion, this song is a perfect combination of all the things that made Limp Biscuit the unstoppable new metal machine that they became. There it is. There it is. I'd say this is not a bad list of mixing. You've got your Fear Factory Edge Crusher, Love Seven it. Dust Black. Those are, I would say, not as popular songs. Unsung Heroes. Unsung Heroes. You've got, you're always going to have one song in there that you're going to go, is that new metal with Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie Dragula? Dragula. Yep. Yep. Mudvayne Dig, of course. Slipknot Wait and Bleed. Interesting that that's the one he went with because I feel like I love Wait and Bleed. But I feel like, Matt, there's a little song by Slipknot mm. called Surfacing. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you've heard of it. I believe 
it's the new national fucking anthem, I believe, is what That's some what people it. may have said. Yeah, I think so. so. Anyway, anyway. Honestly, the biggest surprise of this list is Linkin Park in the end at two. Yeah. That was probably the biggest surprise for That's me. That's a shocker. Because while I do enjoy the song in the end by Linkin Park, and this may come as people listening may be like, this is a no duh, Lauren, we know. But at the same time, in the end is not faint. Last I checked. Right. Last that I is checked, true. it's not faint. It's not true. faint. It's not faint. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know what we should do, Matt? We should, hmm. we should I'm just thinking this right now. Oh. Because we all love a list. In the moment. And you know, Jenny is, you know, taking her slow, slow walk out the door. Just a slow walk out the door. For for one of the last steps, we should all make our own top ten. I oh. think we've done some lists before. I think we've done some like I think we did a top five a few years ago. Yep. But but it's always good to reassess. And I think we should all come in with our top ten. I would say the one stipulation, one song per band. Just to keep things interesting. Oh, I like that. I like that. And I'm and I'm presenting this now, so we've got a little bit of time to think about it and procrastinate and do the day before when you text me and go, Do you need that list tomorrow? And by the day before I mean 15 minutes before we record. <laughs> We're all scrambling. Uh, I don't know. What did Edsel Dope put? Uh, Edsel Dope <laughs> has a great list that I copied verbatim. <laughs> this, is a, this is a very interesting list. I would expect nothing less but a thoughtful response from Edsel Dope. Dope's Edsel Dope, in case there's any confusion. <laughs> Who? Where are you from? Uh, Edsel Dope. What, never what heard mean? of you. Not, uh, not in this house. <laughs> this article does also list all of the upcoming dope tour dates that will be happening in 2023. And um, I'm just going to let you know right now, Edsel Dope, he's a road dog. Ooh, a tried, is, a tried and true road dog? He is playing, I'm pretty sure... Based off this list of dates that runs from February 25th in San Francisco, California at the Fillmore through April 15th in Los Angeles, California at the Belasco Theater. He's playing, I don't know, every city in the country. Holy shit. It, it feels like he's... And he's playing a ton of dates with Mushroom Head, a ton of dates with Twisted. And you might say, you know, where where is he playing, Lauren? It, could he possibly... Boise, Idaho at the Revolution Concert Hall. Huh? How about House of Blues in Dallas, Texas? How about the Diamond Ballroom in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma? He's playing them, okay? And you might be saying, okay, what about us local boys here in Michigan? St. Andrews Hall, March 25th with Mushroom Head. There it is. Is he going international? That's right. He's playing Montreal, Quebec, Corona. He's playing it. Toronto, Ontario at the Phoenix. He's playing it. Bogarts in Cincinnati, he's playing it, okay? King of Clubs in Columbus, Ohio, he's playing it, okay? Is he playing the Vogue in Indianapolis, Indiana? You bet your fucking ass he is with Twisted. It's coming through. 2023 is all about dope because Edsel is a road dog, and he's out there. Beautiful. Matt, we got this list sent to us by Jaeger. Love Jaeger. Jaeger comes through with a recycled article from last September. Not sure I remember Roach Coach talking about this one. If they haven't seen it, they may not want to. 
Ooh. Ooh. It's uh, the 15 greatest album closing songs of all time, including System of a Down's Aerials. <laughs> Take it easy, Revolver. This one, yeah, this is from, yeah, last September, written by Eli Ennis, who I know we've read some of his other lists before on the show. Matt, do you want to do you want to read us this list? Sure. Yep, we can start at number 15 with Lamb of God, Vigil. Well, I'll tell you right now, I have never heard that song before in my life. I've never heard that song either. Ooh, number 14, Morbid Angel, God of Emptiness. Matt, when are you not listening to Morbid Angel, God of Emptiness? Uh, well, I guess when I want to feel good about myself. <laughs> so I guess I'm constantly listening to it. Mm. Take that, self-esteem. <laughs> oh, talking about take that, self-esteem. Number 13, Daddy by Corn. Oh, oh, God. What? Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. <laughs> you crazy for this one, Revolver. <laughs> you really are. Number 12, Tool, Third Eye. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mastodon, Hearts Alive, comes in Ooh. at 11. There you go. Okay. Number 10, Alice in Chains, Wood. Hell yes. All right. Yes. Number 9, Metallica, Dyer's Eve. All right. Number eight, Iron Maiden, Hallowed Be Thy Name. Number seven, Death, The Philosopher. Six, Megadeth, Rust in Peace, Polaris. Would be really interested to hear Jenny's take on that. Mm-hmm. As Absolutely. A, as a big Megadeth fan. Mm-hmm. Black Sabbath, Into the Void at five. Fuck yes. Pantera, Hollow at four. Mm-hmm. Rage Against the Machine, Freedom at three. Oh, there you go. They they hinted at it uh, to System of a Down, Aerials, and one Slayer, Raining Blood. Now, before we comment on the list, yes, I think a question I should have asked you before we started reading the list is, what to you is the criteria to say this is a great last track? Honestly, the thing that makes a great last track is that you even if there are some crap songs on the album you know that you're going to stick through it to get to that closer and if you don't want to stick to to get to that closer then what do you got and the thing is is that there's a lot of records that i love that for whatever reason the last song is like just some sort of meandering thing just kind of goes off and I love it. Honestly, for me, I love a I love a tight end and closer that just really just like like um, I think one of the great closers is um, the hives supply and demand on uh, is it Benavidi Vicious? Yep. Like that's how you close a fucking album. <laughs> like really, really good. I would say the having daddy on here is insane i'm just gonna say that no disrespect to eli and vulgar display power i don't think we haven't had a ton of pantera talk on the show but that record's pretty pristine and so hollow 
perfectly takes it home. Yeah. I only recently honestly started listening to a lot of Black Sabbath and I feel very basic bitch when I do listen to it cuz I'm like this is so good and everyone's like yeah where were you? <laughs> like yeah. yeah no they fucking were, shit. <laughs> they were kind of there a while ago. <laughs> yeah dude. But no every time I listen to Black Sabbath I'm just like yeah these guys these guys yeah, are real. These guys it's, are really good. It's nuts. Rage Against the Machine Freedom I would argue is uh better than Aerials by System of a Down. Just uh just my two cents yeah and uh but you know uh, there are i mean there's some bands that just don't have in my opinion strong i mean i don't think i don't think there's any limp biscuit album that has a strong closer no yeah they all have these weird meandering meandering, yeah yeah i mean it's not i guess it wouldn't count as metal but i mean the only nine inch nails album i think that has like the definitive closer is downward spiral with hurt yes I think I love Nine Inch Nails, but it tends to feel well met. Boy, Nine Inch Nails, it's a landmine. I know it's a landmine. Talking about this, but but um, the uh, like even the ones I really love, like uh, Your Zero and The Slip, the the back half on that is is more ambient sounding, kind of ethereal. It doesn't really like have like a strong hit close. You know, I mean, I know I feel for Nine Inch Nails, Ring Finger is a pretty strong close. For a pretty mm. hate machine. Mm. That is a good one too. Because um, to me, look, like to yeah. me, when I think about a closer, mm-hmm. it it's very difficult to be like this. Uh, yeah, what a definitive closer. Because to me, like a closer is just that. It is the final block of the album. It's, you know, it's almost like you know when I listen to Freedom, it's like. I just had Rage Against the Machine tell me in almost every song, but there's something about freedom that's like their mission statement again, mm-hmm. but in a way that is like just as powerful as the nine tracks that came before it. Yeah, freedom's pretty unfuckwithable. I mean, it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. and come on, free Leonard Peltier. What are we doing? What are we I don't doing? even know what happened with Leonard Peltier. Like that's I just I just read he's still in there, but they're now doing another push to see if they can get him out because they need to get him out of there. They need to go fuck him out of there. Need to oh, I mean, I don't. Here's the truth. All I know is what I read on a video from my original machine. Matt, I I have no reason to believe that they have lied to us. Get him out of there. Just get fucking get him out, out of there. Get him out of there. I mean, do you yeah, have a favorite the, closer? Any genre? Any genre re- of recent, okay, of recent vintage. As I say this, I realize the album I'm about to cite is like 23 years old. This will come as no surprise. Sloan, Delivering Maybes, last song on Between the Bridges is probably their best closing track, I think, on any of their albums. It's very, very good. Although the last song on the last album, 12, was also very strong. But that one I always go to. I think it's one of the best ones. The last song on... The 1975, uh, what is the record? Brief, album three. I'm, uh, it's killing me that I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But it's the um, online relationships one. Um, the last song on there, I Always Want to Die Sometimes. That is like an all-timer 1975 song. And yeah, they're incredible closer. Which they don't close their shows with. And I'm just like, guys, it's right there. That's what you should be closing with. I'd say those are probably um, strongest two. And then... Um, I think uh, in Hot Chip, uh, In Our Heads, that record, 
the last song on that record i'm now looking up of course my apple music is not working the last song i think it's i will always i've always been your love that is also like a real all-timer closer so just off the top of my head those ones are really good yeah because now that i think about it we don't have a ton of new metal songs or new metal albums necessarily that have a true front to back top to bottom you know i feel like everybody's always investing in those those secret tracks or some sort of weird, you know, yeah, canyon. J- I mean, that's the thing. Sepultura Roots ends in a canyon jam. Right. I appreciate it. I respect it. And then even, I mean, listen, Disturbed did not end the sickness with dropping plates. They had one more song. And they could have. They could have. But they decided not to. They were like, no, we're going to give you some more. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, also, I would put Wood by uh, Alison James. Ooh. Over Now by Alice in Chains off the self-titled. Mm. That is, oh, all-timer closing track. All-timer closing track. Love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Jaeger, for sending us this list. Fun discussion. Let us know in the comments and send us an email. Let us know what are your favorite album closing tracks. My my personal favorite. Yes, we- Matt. From the Weezer Blue album. <sighs> Only in dreams. Ooh, Matt. That's one of my favorite closers of all time because it just kind of great one. Again, yeah. like it's it's the band gave mm-hmm. you everything it had, and then it was like, let's let's just rip one more time, fellas. Mm-hmm. That is that is very true. That is very true. They do that. That is a really good one, and that might be like because yeah, because the last song on Pinkerton is Butterfly. Which yeah, I wouldn't. It's yeah, not. Yeah, when yeah, I saw, a, you know, that's like a sweet goodbye, but it's not sure. like a strong closer. Not, well, <laughs> that's not really an album that also befits a strong closer. No. What's crazy is when I saw Weezer live in 2002, he did Butterfly, and the audience reaction was so ecstatic in comparison to what the song sounds like. Right. Like they were. He was just like. No, no, no. And people were like, oh my God, but eyeballs popping out, ears Cheers. bleeding. Like, I'm like, this song? What? It's, not, it's an okay and, song. And let me tell you, I was there. I'm like, I'm just here to rock. Let's plug them guitars in. Let's riff it up, boys. Hey, boys, can we get some riffs going? Can please? I get some riffs going? And they did. You know, that, that, that show was uh, very theatrical. It ended with them performing on top of a giant light up W. So, I mean, they brought it back around. Um, I think more than anything, people are just excited to see Rivers acknowledge Pinkerton in any capacity. I think that's yeah. really what it came to. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Matt, we got to talk about who's in those DMs. Who's sliding up in? Uh, we got an email from old friend of the show, Eric Vandal. Vandals can't handles. That's right. He said, the biohazard wreck on the last Who's Tweeting app got me thinking. I always thought about biohazard as a papa. But their 1996 album, Mata Lego, is worth checking out. It's even got some scratchy scratch by one DJ Lethal. Ooh. At least check out the single Authority and tell me the chorus doesn't get you punching some drywall. Fuck the rules. I love that. Fuck the rules. Like you're drinking head and death story Do 
excuse me. Have, do you do you have any rules, <sighs> Matt? All I know is to fuck him. Just oh. fuck him. Forget about those him. rules. Rules. Fuck those rules. Fuck those rules. Get him out of here. This is definitely punch and drywall music. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is get the fuck out of my way music. This is you know this is this is the music that you do you if you put this on and you're in line at an amusement park you go straight to the front mm-hmm. but then once you get to the front they're ejecting you straight out of the theme park because you've caused a problem but what will you say to them as they carry you out Matt fuck the rules that's right that's right definitely sounds like a papa i don't think he's wrong uh in saying that that definitely did feel it uh, definitely had that tough tough guy feel definitely have the tough guy feel if you're um, if you're if you're like if that's just your regular go-to mm-hmm. in your playlist i love you i respect you but i might also be very scared of you mm, possibly entirely possible um thank you for that recommendation eric very much appreciated we also got a dm from luke demos Ooh, luke demos he comes in and he says I am about halfway through the Carajo episode, and I have two takeaways so far. Number one, I think Reverse Gallagher sounds like a killer band name. And number two, I dare anyone to make a drinking game out of this episode. Take a drink every time they hear the phrase, Dirty Burr. I cannot condone this because you will be toasted. You'll be roasted and toasted if you decide to do this drinking game. And if you like your buttholes roasted and toasted, <laughs> you might be a dirty purr. Might be. Might be. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Matt, this is a perfect transition. Into uh, off of Jeff Coxworthy. After <laughs> off of Jeff Coxworthy into who's emailing. Who's emailing? We got an email from Ian Wadsworth. The subject, shoot that shot. Shoot that shot, bro. He says, hey, guys, just catching up on the Corn Unplugged episode and sad to hear Jenny is stepping away, but I felt compelled to say, why not draft me in? I love a good shot. Whoa. I'm also fully aware that I'm behind on the pod, so you may have already done this. Ha ha. Here are, I guess, two things to know about Ian. One, am and always have been a huge new Metal fan. Good start. Two, I currently host my own podcast, The Countout Pod, which is available on Spotify. Cheers, Ian. Nice. Ian, thank you for throwing your hat in the ring. Matt and I are still figuring out what this show is going to be post-Jenny, who we're going to get in, what type of sub we're going to get in. We've got some guests lined up. Some of them, I was about to say famous. We don't have anyone famous. We have famous to us. We don't have anyone famous famous. We have some good friends who are going to step in and help us out for some apps. Beyond that, we don't know. We're still figuring it out. Yep. You know? Because, Matt, we are looking for a few things in a new co-host. Oh. We're looking for chemistry. Yep. We're looking for a vibe. Totally. We're looking for an essence. Soak it in. We are looking for a tone. A tone. We want a tone. And a similar availability. Oh, man. I got to tell you, if we can't schedule with you, GTFO. It's game over. Not only are Lauren and I in what I like to call firm denial that Jenny is leaving, (laughs) we will also tell you that if we cannot make any of the nights that work for us work for you, you don't work for us. (laughs) 
tell you that right now. Yeah, I can just tell you. Oh, I can't it's make a- it because of the thing. <laughs> Guess what? You can't make it forever. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. So I'm not saying can- that that's Ian's. Mm-hmm. Not right. No. Ian's saying like, hey, man, you give me a high five and let me get into the fun house. I mean, I'm, based I'm off, go for it. Based off Ian's email, it sounds like he has open availability, even discounting his own podcast, which I will confess I have not listened to, so I don't know how good or bad it is. I didn't know Ian had one. Didn't either. But I know someone, We I don't even, no, we didn't talk about it. We did receive an email from someone else asking to be uh, as a possible guest on the show. Mm. And and I feel bad. I should have this up. Uh, this gentleman uh, was from us, is from Australia. He sent us some audio clip of himself talking, just as an example. I played it for Jenny. And Jenny said, oh, I mean, listen to the accent. You should definitely have him on. And I was like, what about what he's saying? And she's like, it doesn't matter. Then I played it for Rachel. And she said, yeah, he's got an Australian accent. You should have him on 100%. And I was like, okay, what about what he's saying? She said, it doesn't matter. Then I played it from a friend of mine, Ashley. And she said, oh, he's got an Australian accent. You just got to have him on. I'm like, what about what he's saying? She's like, it doesn't matter. So according to all the ladies I know, they say if you've got an Australian accent, you're golden. You're doesn't even matter golden. if you, you're golden. Doesn't even matter. So something to consider. Although I got to tell you, as we just said earlier about scheduling, right now we're all in the same time zone and we're still throwing ourselves against the wall trying to get this stuff done. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Ian, thank you so much uh, for cracking open that can of worms uh matt we also got an email from max vance max vance subject brand new rider welcome to the coach vance (laughs) his first name isn't vance oh he's vance he's vance now he's vance now matt he's vance he's vance to the max all right (laughs) fairly new listener and definitely enjoying what i'm hearing appreciate that been jumping around episodes so far basing myself on the bands i'm familiar with then I'll go into the more obscure stuff. I love that you guys are open-minded enough where it needs to happen. And I may disagree with some aspects. I myself am a fan of Metallica St. Anger, at least half of it, and agree that the album does go on way too long at points. But I still respect a lot of what you bring into it. So a smidge long-winded, I know. Never. Never. If it's your <laughs> thoughts, they're valid. Um, but you do really need more Power Man 5000. At least tonight, the stars revolt and transform. And Monster Magnet, all of it in your lives. I think I've earned an inaugural. Keep it rolling. Max Vance, keep it rolling, baby. I thought we had done tonight, the stars revolt. I'm almost certain that we did tonight, the stars revolt. Let me consult the the long list. Yes, Matt, that was episode 18. Oh, you know why? Oh, it's not on the... <laughs> It's, it's not, not on the list. It's not it's on the list anymore because it's over three hundred podcasts. Ago. That's right. We we have not addressed this. It's a it's a a housekeeping thing. This is what potting's all about. People love this part. Love um, that. Love. They that love part. it. They love to hear about the technical issues that you have posting a podcast on a platform. But yeah, basically, we are using Squarespace. Squarespace only sends the last three hundred episodes to a podcatcher to post so all of our episodes are on 
roachcoach.com, you can get them there. But on the podcatcher, you're only going to get the last 300. And since we are now at 320, was this 329, Matt? I want to say. Yeah. 329. Yeah, you're you're not going to have the first 29 ups uh, there. They're only going to be on the website. Maybe one day, Squarespace will fix their shit. But uh, until that time, uh, yeah, if you want the old apps, you've got to go to roachcoach.com and stream them there. That was that boring part of the show. Thanks for bearing with us. I, I do like I do like the suggestion, though, that we need to do every Monster Magnet album, Matt, um, who I don't even think even – are they even for a moment – new metal i know we've done some monster magnet songs on the show because they showed up on some soundtracks but um let's see i I pulled up the monster magnet wiki these are their genre tags matt space rock that's the first one space rock stoner rock hard rock heavy metal they have 11 albums with some incredible names matt i don't know how familiar you are with with monster magnet i'm not Okay, so they, their debut album is called Spine of God. Their two biggest records, Dopes to Infinity and Power Trip. They have a song called Four Way, or an album, sorry, called Four Way Diablo. They had an album in 2018 called Mind Fucker. And they just put a record out last year called A Better Dystopia. These guys, I mean, listen, I own Dopes to Infinity and Power Trip. Look to your orb, I believe was the big song off of, uh, Look to the Orb for the Warning. Incredible track incredible track negasonic teenage warhead love it i love it but yeah i don't yeah i wouldn't put these guys every every time you click on any of their albums it's a space rock that's the first genre tag oh yeah space rock so but thank you for the suggestion always good i mean yeah dig into those old monster magnet records man can't go wrong can't go wrong and yeah dig into our archives to hear the uh, episode we did in power man matt we did an app all about carajo we sure did. Talked about it a little earlier, and we got a little bit of feedback. We sure did. And we'll start with Marco Reversi, our favorite listener from Italy, and to our knowledge, our only listener from Italy. He writes, I enjoy Jenny's. I enjoy so much Jenny's choices. So do we. Mm-hmm. So do we. I don't know without Jenny for the canon how it will go. I, I get it. We don't know yeah. either. We don't know. Lauren is more in the canon for almost every every album. Matt is more reflexive, and always Jenny is the good and proper balance. Thank you, Marco. Thank you, Marco. It's very true. Who knows? I might just be throwing every fucking record in there. Who knows? Who knows? Jeffrey Thomas, you might be a dirty perv, has to be one of the best bits in Roach Coach history. Reverse Gallagher, three laughing emojis. Thank you. Love it. Chris Vasconsuelo says, you had me at glorping your dick. <laughs> I forget how classy this show is. This Lauren. is we, We're a classy show, Matt. We're a classy, classy show. Over on Instagram, we got a few comments. Tortuga Leon said, holy shit, I just found your podcast thanks to the POD cast boys. You should look into Animal. It's the project from where Carajo spawns. It's even more new metalish. Holy shit! And I'm sorry, it's Animal, but it's it's acronym A N I M A L. So that must stand for something. Matt, even more new metalish. Is that possible? Is is such a thing possible? I I am 
I'm looking this up right now. Okay, here we go. I found it. It stands for Acosados Nuestros Indios Murian Al Luchar, which means harassed our Indians died while fighting. Holy shit. The band sound is described as a combination of thrash metal, groove metal, and new metal. And most lyrics deal with issues of ethnic minorities and indigenous people of Latin America. Evident in song titles such as Solo por ser indios, only for being Indian, Guerra de Razas, race war, Podar Latino, Latin power, and Raza Castigada, punished race. Oh my. Mm, and uh, they, uh, they existed primarily from 91 to 2006. And they toured the world, Matt, with such bands as Pantera, Biohazard, Bad Religion, Retos de Porara, Suicidal Tendencies, Sepultura, Soulfly, Megadeth, and Slipknot. So they they were in it. They were in it. They were hardcore in it. They have nine albums. Nine. Nine albums. Uh, some of these are translated here on the wiki. Uh, one album from 94 is called End of a Sick World. Uh, 96, the, pa- the New Path of Man. 98, Latin Power. 99, Use All Your Strength. Uh, the one from 2004 is just called Fighterus. Wow. wow. I mean, should we hear a song? Maybe, if I can find one. Here is Animal with their most popular song on Spotify, Loco Pro. vibe for sure that's a vibe for sure you can definitely tell that it's probably going to erupt at a certain point well thank you so much for that recommendation matt Nas, i'm sorry matt uh josh toomey said if throwing ropes gives you hope <laughs> yeah you might be a dirty perv. A dirty perv biscuit pilled uh, said shout out to the dirty pervs hashtag jeff coxworthy hashtag jeff fucks pervy Mm. Mm. hello there you go chad radical in with are you familiar with the band los fabulosos cadillacs they aren't new but have a mixing of styles similar to mr bungle or system of a down that i think you would all enjoy particularly their album fabulosos calavera the first three tracks el muerto surfer calavera and el carnicero the guile boy this spanish of mine is you're doing top drawer, it are all guaranteed to put a smile on your face i have well, heard this band but i have yeah. not heard them in a long time matt let's hear a little bit of el merito okay let's do it
It's a vibe. Oh, here we go. This has like that that LA vibe. Like LA backyard barbecue vibe. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Or or the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> mm, that's true. That's true. Get your family together. Listen to a little bit of uh Fabulous Boys. Fabulous Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. Thank you so much, Chad, for that recommendation. Thank you for all the feedback. Keep sending your feedback to us. Roach Coach on all the services, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Matt, buddy, it is now time. It is. It is now time for the final song on Andrew Wolf's Roach Amendations Part 2. The Wolf Roach Amendations. What a journey we have been on with this list, Matt. So many rippers, so many crushers, Lourdes, Darknet, Buried Crosses, Dead Crown, Diamond Construct, Charcoal Tongue, Danger Kids. And now here we are, the final song on this list, Matt. I'm ready. I've been, honestly, I've been staring at this song title and going, this has to deliver. This has to deliver. Uh, Well, I mean... It's a song called Throat. There it is. <laughs> by the band Afterlife. Let's fucking get to it. Let's do it. Dang, dang, take it away. I got you by the throat. Credits for Freddy versus Jason 2 roll. That got you by the throat line. Oh, got me super hyped. Got yeah. me super hyped. And then they brought it down, and I was like, oh, we're bringing it down. But then he started talking about all this fucking hypocrisy. Hey, fucking, hey, wake up. Wake I, up, sheeple. I hate it when I have to deal with any kind of hypocrisy. And to see it confronted in this song he is so upset about it that he's gonna grab you by the goddamn throat gonna grab you by the throat i love it brilliant don't change brilliant. anything uh, 
do it all. And then, yeah, you go into the chorus, hands in the air, you hitting all the cheap, uh, the, the cheap seats. It's, uh, it's what you want. Chef's it's kiss. You, you did it. A fitting end to Andrew Wolf's recommendations. I love two. the cover to this album. It is a thermometer, an older thermometer that's broken, and the mercury is on the table because you just couldn't take the heat. Oh, that's the stuff right there. That is that's the when stuff. You, that's what you want to see. when you Back in the day when you would have to truly judge an album by the cover, you say, I need an album with some heaters on it. And does seeing that one says, listen, this thermometer couldn't handle the heat. Straight up broken. Couldn't tell you the heat at all. It's just too much. You're like, all right. Let's let, let me let me get into that. Let me check it out. So uh much appreciated. Thank you so much. Andrew, you did it again. And as we teased before, Andrew has sent us Rochamendations part three. Part three. I love it insane uh we've also received a couple other lists we appreciate that send us all your lists we certainly can we can handle more than one list we can figure something out we can handle more than one list it's no problem yeah so send us over your lists that you've put together of rippers screamers scratchers draggers i I knew you were gonna say scratchers scratchers bangers floppers snappers flappers crappers yeah floppers whoppers whoppers uh moppers we'll we'll listen to them we'll check them out just make sure that amongst all those you got a couple heaters you gotta get them heaters and them heaters heaters and and the beaters you gotta oh that's right also beaters you have some heaters gonna need some beaters gonna need all those all those these are all technical terms that are used in the music industry constantly when a record is turned into somebody over at Johnny Roadrunner, he says, I hope this album's got some heaters and some beaters. And if you're an up-and-coming band and you have realized as you're sitting there, oh, no, guys, we forgot to put some heaters and beaters on this thing. Oh, we fucked up. Oh, we fucking blew oh, it. Oh, we fucked up. We blew it. Oh, no. Oh. And then you, they we hit play on we it. We could have had some heaters and some beaters. Why did we leave off the heaters and beaters? Why is this thing all sogs and slogs? Why did we do this to oh, ourselves? Oh, we really boofed it. Uh, we boofed it so hard. Uh, and, and you know, I'm sure somebody's listening going, Lord, no one would turn in an album of sogs and slobs. You guys, there are some albums out there. All slogs, all sobs. I don't know what they're doing. It's insane. It's make a lick of sense to me. But thank you so much for sending us that list. Keep on sending us your lists. And I believe this is the perfect way to close out the app, Matt. So thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Roach Coach. Keep on saying hello to us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, head over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast. And until next time, Matt, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Jenny, thank you. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.